I'm 45 years old. So when I was 20, I married my college sweetheart. And like all sort of dumb 20-year-olds, I assumed that I would live happily ever after with not really any work or effort on my part, but just because that's what Disney showed. About six years into the marriage, she got a girlfriend. Uh, Our marriage did not work out. And I got the privilege of moving home to my teeny tiny town and living in my parents' basement where everybody knew what had happened and would always see me and feel very bad for me. My pride and my ego were hurt a lot. And so I just became very disillusioned and kind of just got to the point where, you know, when you go through something in your life and you've been raised a Christian, which I was, but I didn't have a personal relationship with Christ, you have a chance to break or to harden. And even though it felt like my heart was breaking, deep down I was just getting really, really angry. And I was angry at God for giving me this loser husband, even though I'm the one that dated him and said yes. And I didn't ask God about that when I was doing it. I was angry at God because I lived in my parents' basement. Instead of being grateful, they took me back. I was angry that I had quit college to get married and now didn't have a degree. And I was angry that I would run into people all the time who felt very, very sorry for me. And so I just became really, really angry. And I think on the surface, it looked like I was breaking and crying and upset and not eating, but I was seething with anger. And I decided that it couldn't be my fault. And I kind of thought it was my husband's fault a little, I'll be honest. But really, I blame God. I blame God for making me the kind of woman that a man couldn't love and couldn't stay with. And I blamed God for making me not the right way because my parents are still married. So I just began to really uh, hate God, hated my life, hated, and just started, I hated myself. I couldn't, I couldn't stand who I was. And so went back to college, went to graduate school, and I met a woman. And I began dating her because she wouldn't cheat on me. And it just seemed like I would never be hurt that way again. Um, I just, I could not trust a man again. And I didn't go to anybody with these concerns. I just kept them inside and I decided that because I was such a hateful person, I would do the most hateful thing at the time I could think of to do. I was looking to fill myself with whatever I could to feel good about myself. It didn't work out. I ended up having a child with a woman. Um, I was unable to have children. When I was married the first time, uh, I had five miscarriages, and I really wanted to have a child, and I really wanted to be safe. And I have no other explanation for the course my life took. And so I have a great daughter who's eight, uh, and she's an angel, but I was still miserable. Miserable, miserable, miserable. And we had tons of money. We had just an excess of everything, and the more I had, the emptier I felt. And so I left that relationship. Still miserable. About 41 years old. I, I honestly, if it wouldn't have been for my daughter, I don't know that I would still be here. So one night when I was feeling particularly sorry for myself... I called my mom and asked her for my hometown minister's phone number. I hadn't talked to him probably in two decades. And I just, she didn't question me, gave me the number. And as soon as he answered, I just fell apart. And I cried and cried. And you you girls know I actually wept. And I just wept and I told him I'm tired and I'm done. And I've made a mess out of my life and I can't undo it. And his, his reply was, why not? And I said, because God will never take me back. I've done everything I can to spit in his face. I've even told him I've hated him. And I said, if I could press a button and change my life, I would. And he said, then press it tonight. And I, I confessed what I'd been doing, and I, uh, he assured me that God would take me back, that God had never left. I was the one who had left, uh, and that I wasn't garbage, 
and that I was a child of Christ. And I'm not going to say that night in 2010, I went to bed happy and thought that I was a beautiful child of Christ. Uh, That's where Kathy Barger and Paul Barger and crew come into the story. A few months after that night, and it was Christmas Eve. And growing up, I'd always gone to a Christmas Eve service, and I thought, I want my daughter to see what that's like. So I just randomly went to this church. Almost didn't go several times, because I assumed if I walked in, people would know. And they may ask me to leave, because that was my experience with Christians. And so right away, Kathy literally yells, Hi, how are you? Welcome. Scares me to death. There were people between me and the door, so I couldn't actually leave. And she starts introducing me to everybody. And I thought, you know, it's really nice of her, but if she knew me, she wouldn't be so nice. Every time Satan was telling me those lies that I wasn't worthy, I wasn't good enough, I wasn't forgiven, she always called it what it was and just inspired me. And so Kathy, uh, sometimes I didn't always like her. She pushed me. She held me accountable. But she just, she helped mature my walk. I, I didn't understand things. She taught me, first of all, who Christ is, which I didn't know. And then she taught me who I am in Christ. And she's helped me become just a more godly person. And with, with the ministry, I've started myself in talking to people. I don't like my testimony, but it's not my story to keep. It's God's story to give. I wouldn't be standing here. I would still be ashamed and still be hiding in my house and still not talking to anybody. Really, had it not been for Kathy that taught me who Christ is and who I am in Christ. It would not have been possible without Kathy Barger. Please don't make her work full time at like Target or Walmart. Allow... <laughs> allow her to do her ministry full-time because it it helped save my life. Thank you.